Welcome to the Meltdowns in Moscato podcast. This podcast is just the opinion of the experienced and sleep-deprived. They are not doctors or really certified in anything at all. If you experience frustration, fatigue, or lack of enlightenment, please turn off the podcast and go on with your day. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Meltdowns and Moscato. I'm Jackie. And I'm Joey. And we are here today to talk about house hunting with special needs children. Oh boy, oh boy. So before we go into our topic, I'm going to do a quick disclaimer. We are in a hotel right now trying to get these podcast episodes done. Since COVID kind of screwed us, we have had zero time without the children. None at all. And they always want to come in and say hi at the most inopportune of times. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. So we are now going to hotels once every few months and just recording a few podcast episodes at a time. And because of that, there's going to be quite a bit of background noise. Different random noises too, like AC units firing up or freezers going on or the neighbor drawing themselves a luxurious bath. Or I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of cloggers above us because whatever those people are doing is ridiculous. It's heffalumps from Winnie the Pooh, (laughs) straight up. So uh, we keep that in mind. There's probably going to be a lot of background noise. We apologize, but we are going to go ahead and forge on anyway because this is what we do. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Okay, we're dancing. So our episode today is about house hunting with special needs children or just people for that matter. It doesn't have to be children. But this is something that I feel like not a lot of people talk about. No, it's probably a common theme for people. But nobody talks about it. No, not at all. Because moving is so stressful anyway. That's true. I think people just say that it's going to be stressful no matter the situation. But yeah, it but just it's adds an so extra much layer. Mm-hmm. So much harder with special needs kids. So a little bit of background on us. We just moved. I keep saying we just moved. It's been like two years Two years now. ago. <laughs> I keep telling everyone that's More why, than two years that's ago. That's why I don't know our city yet. It's because we just moved. <laughs> Anyway, so we moved two years ago. My husband got a new job and his job changed pretty quickly. And so he like commuted for a while. He stayed like in Fresno some nights and then would come home some other nights. Um, But we were in a hurry to move here because our family was just kind of all over the place and scattered and the kids didn't understand. Maybe a couple months to do everything and get here. It was two months that we had to find a house sell our house it was contingent Move it was, to a new city it was everything a yeah so everybody that we knew everybody that we told we were looking for a house and how stressful it was was telling us you need to rent first because you're gonna get something out of just panic and you're not gonna like it and you're gonna have to move again. Everyone told us this. My mother must have told me this 50 times. And they weren't wrong at no, all. No, they're right, but completely right. What what people don't realize is that when you have special needs children, you cannot rent anything. You cannot borrow anything. You cannot just use something. It, it's going to be destroyed. So renting a home, all I see is like, dollar signs of our money going down the drain because we're going to get sued for putting so many holes in the wall or you know whatever blood on the carpet or 
It's a little extreme, but I, mean, I understand you never what know. You're you never know. And so with like our children, especially, there's no freaking way we would be able to rent a house. So we did what everyone told us would happen and not to do. And that was we settled. We picked a house that kind of worked for now that really didn't work for the long term. Mm-hmm. We knew it didn't work for the long term. And we were kind of like, okay with it. There's a couple things on that. We thought it would work for the long term with what we were told when we got the house. What we were told when we got the house wasn't true. That we could build an entire fence around the front yard. Mm -hmm. Our house is on a corner lot in the city. You cannot do that. And we didn't know it's a new city. We were listening to our amazing agent. And so the problem with that is, is we literally lived there, what, a week I no, think it, it was no before to yeah a couple months okay oh well we had the dog we had the dog for like two weeks two months okay so we had a special needs therapy dog that was trained specifically for my children to help keep them safe to give them companionship to calm them down he was my daughter's absolute best friend and we had our our fence was falling down on the house that we bought and so we had it completely redone so that the dog didn't get out here is the irony in our life and the fact that we literally have the worst luck in history of luck. And the guy came out, redid the entire fence, and somehow, we're still not really sure, I think it was because he didn't anchor it maybe correctly on the bottom? Is I, that right? I mean, hinges pop. He, it was just a little flip lock. There was no padlock on it yet because he was coming out the next day to put in the bolts and the padlock. And he, Tacoma jumped on the fence pop that lock and and he got hit by a car and my poor little baby dog died and all i could see from that point on and i mean we had just moved in we hadn't been there very long and after that all i could see was my son laying dead in the street Mm -hmm. and my daughter is pretty good about like she'll get out but like she'll stay near she won't run across the street she won't she got out once when we first moved again it was the fence that's why we replaced it is because Gwenny did a karate kick and knocked the whole entire fence over and it was knocked on the door. <laughs> and she walked between the two boards, went around the front of the house, knocked on the door. Here I am. Yeah. Cute, but ugh. Terrifying. Terrifying. But if that was Jude, he would have literally been hit by a car because he'll mm-hmm. run right He'd in the street. Gone. He doesn't care. And so ever since that happened, and that was almost two years ago, I've been panicked about it happening to my son and I just don't feel safe living there anymore. Not only that, but like we need a place where our children can grow old with us because they're not going to be leaving our house most likely. Um, They have mental delays on top of autism and I'm not saying that people that have mental delays or autism can't move out. It's just going to be probably very unlikely for our children. And we wanna have a safe space where they can have their own space to give them a little bit of more independence. Yeah. So. Land. Their own little fortress of solitude, mm-hmm. if oh, you will. Well, or house, we could call it a house. That's fine. <laughs> Apartment. I view the kids as superheroes, so that's just my thing. <laughs> so we are going to be building, hopefully, like a little, what do you call those, like granny homes, granny flats? Granny flat, yeah. Or it's like a mini ex- house. An ADU. Don't remember the acronym now. Anyways, so we're going to build two like small apartments on land is what our mm-hmm. ideal is. It always was. We just settled for this house for like the time being. So we never really realized how extremely hard it is to a find a house that you need that meet all of the needs for special needs kids and b find a person to work with you who understands that your life is a little different. Yeah, that you have 
a laundry list of things that oh. you need to fulfill mm-hmm. in your budget, <laughs> in That's your the timeline, part. <laughs> and that you can't show your house at the same time yeah. because of the problem we already said with the holes in the wall and the blood on the floor and whatnot. And so you can't do, we can't do contingent. So basically, unless you're very, very rich, it's going to be impossible to buy another home while still owning a home, but you can't rent a home because the destruction. It's so many moving pieces Mm -hmm. and it's so like you have to find a good lender, you have to find a good agent. All these people have to understand what your life is. And for us, it's just taking a little bit. And so we could we could be buying a house that's so much more money if we would put our house up on the market and contention it. But we can't because we can't show it with the children home. Especially and money with don't Corona. Grow on trees. <laughs> so we're in this kind of like weird spot where we have quite a bit of money. It's just not enough for to own two homes at the same time. And then so now we're like saving, 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 saving. So basically we have to buy a house with pretty much half cash. Yeah. Um, and if any of you know me, I hate to save and I love to online shop. So we're, we're working it out. It's we're, a battle. <laughs> we're working it out. We got hidden accounts within <laughs> hidden accounts that nobody knows about. Except for Joseph. I, I, this is by design. I told him I want like two or three separate accounts I don't have any access to because I hate saving money. And he loves it and he's a bit of a like numbers, penny pincher, schedule. What do you call those? Not schedules. I'm an accountant that missed my call. Budget. That's what it is. I hate the yeah. word budget. Anyway, so back to the subject. As we are in the middle of house hunting, which we are right now, of course, it had to be right smack dab in the middle of Corona. Ugh, it, there's so much more red tape that is involved and finding a good agent that actually understands our needs. Mm-hmm. And so I was telling Joey one day, I was cracking up laughing as I was thinking about, I just get off the phone with this new agent and I'm telling her like all the things that are must, right? That we need for our forever home. And as I'm telling her, I literally start giggling because it hit me that our list and a serial killer's list are actually spot on scarily the same. As I'm telling her these, I can only imagine the thoughts running through this woman's head. So let's let's just throw down our list of If she's of anything needs. similar to your mindset. <laughs> I know. She's scared to death of you right now. And I love it. I mean, a lot of people are. And mm-hmm. I don't understand why I'm just this tiny, cute little thing. I, I, I wouldn't be scared of me. I don't get it. But a lot of people are terrified of me. Because exactly what you're asking for is what serial killers want. I mean... And everyone knows it's not me. <laughs> let's just be real. Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, so Joe, let's hit him with the list. So the list of must-haves for us and our children are as follows. I need a house in the middle of nowhere where the neighbors cannot hear the screams. This is true. My children scream for everything. It's not always bad. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's happy screams. Sometimes it sounds like we are literally chopping them up into tiny little pieces and all we're really doing is washing their hair with shampoo. Lately, it's been middle of the night screams for hours on end. Mm -hmm. Because of A, nightmares, B, they want to go to school or they want to go to the store and they don't understand that it's 2 a.m. Sometimes it's just because they're pissed that they woke up Sometimes and they can't they get back to sleep. play on the trampoline or go for a walk at 3 in the morning. Yeah, it's rough. So we get a lot of all-night screaming. And I'm, I swear to God, the only reason why the cops have not been called yet is because I'm pretty sure both of our neighbors are deaf on either side of us. They, I love them. I they, think are they are very old. I think so. I think that might 
help with our issue with their hearing. So, But I'm think of it this way. If they're not deaf, they're kind of jerks. Like, think about it. If you hear screaming all night long and you don't call the cops, like, how do they know we don't have a bunch of women chained up in our, like, garage? Well, the one neighbor and I have had conversations, and he has a grandchild on the spectrum. Yeah, but so that other one, though. The other one, I'm just hoping she can't hear us. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Because she's super nice, too. I mean, I haven't ever seen her. Who knows? She might I talked have to her, her on the phone chained up in when we were putting that fence up, actually. <laughs> and she was so thankful that we're trying to keep up our house. So, yeah, this is why we can't have neighbors. is because it, it literally sounds like we're doing evil things to our children. And we're really not. That's one. We can't have neighbors, so we need, like, land and country. And in Modesto, it didn't seem like it was that hard to find. In Fresno, though, oh my goodness, well, not even Fresno, Clovis is impossible to find land that, I mean, isn't a million dollars. Like, it's insane. And even to buy land and then, like, build your own, it's crazy expensive. So... Um, so yes, that, that is the number one problem we've been having right now is, is finding a house that has land or just land that we can afford to build a house later. Um, so that's the first one. Joe, what's the second one? I need locks on all the doors (laughs) so they can't get out. And we're not talking like a lock. We're talking like 15 flip locks that go all the way up and down the door because my child is a genius and he literally, he was like, I want to say he was two years old joe the first time he popped the lock the flip lock two or three yeah and yeah i'm definitely out of reach so oh. it's not like oh he no, yeah climbed. no he he couldn't even reach the door knob let alone we had those flip you know what i'm talking about the flip locks that go from like they're kind of like deadbolts but they go from the side of the door over to the door and you have to like pop it up and flip it over like it's pretty hard it's not just a, a pull lock you have to like do some maneuvering in fact it's funny because our caretakers and our babysitters can never get out of our house so that's hilarious and then my kids could literally pop it in two seconds but um so we these are the locks that we have all the way down our door so when you come in and it's so funny it's so funny it never fails if we have like repairmen come over or like the bug guys or people selling stuff when they try to get out and they see all of the locks you see the panic it is like just instant panic every single person who comes over it's instant panic of oh my god these people are going to chop me up and put me in the basement or for me when they go to the door like turn the knob and try to pull and it doesn't come then their eyes get a little bit wider and they kind of look over their shoulder do that little thing like looking to see if you're there oh cracks me up it's it's hilarious it happens non-stop and i always say the same thing and they never laugh but i still say it i'm like don't worry we're not gonna kidnap you and keep you forever it's just for our kids and nobody ever laughs because they always think ah they might be (laughs) so it's it's pretty funny but um so that's the second thing okay so serial killer list let's keep track one we don't need neighbors to hear us scream Two, we need locks all the way down the door, okay? The third one is probably my favorite, Joe. Also, do you have a contractor that can make the walls padded? (laughs) Really? Like a padded cell? Really? Like, exactly like a padded cell. So like I said earlier, my son um, sometimes punches holes in the wall. Usually it's not with his fist. Sometimes it's with his foot. But he takes a doorknob and he, like, throws it into the wall because he likes to smack it makes so it's actually not even an aggressive thing sometimes sometimes it is sometimes he's just mad and he throws open the door but most of the time it's just because he's a sensory kid so he likes a quack he likes that it makes this like banging thwacking sound but it also puts ginormous holes 
all over our wall. When he gets angry right now, his newest thing is to slam his own head into the wall. Like it's going to hurt me or something. I, don't, I mean, it does. It, I, I cry <laughs> almost every us, single time yeah. he does it. But it's like his, his new defiant act is to slam his head against the wall. And so we really don't have a place in our home that is completely 100% safe that we can put him into when he's having a meltdown. And so we talked to one of Joey's friends who's a contractor and he had mentioned like, oh yeah, we can put like padding on your wall. Yeah, they have like a foam board is what he was saying. Yeah, I actually found a contractor on Instagram of all places um, who does this. He like turns rooms and garages and stuff into like autistic play places Mm -hmm. and like safe gyms for kids at home. Nice. I have no clue how much it costs, but that's one thing I would like to do in our future home is something like that. But so that is another thing we have to ask the agents is, okay, is this house able to basically make it into a padded cell? So you're asking all these things and they sound perfectly normal to us, right? Like I don't even blink when I say it. And then after I said it all, I start like giggling because I'm like, oh my God, we sound like serial killers. Like I wouldn't trust me. I wouldn't want to work with me after that, but do you really tell someone who you think might be a serial killer no? No, you do not. <laughs> you do not. So, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I wonder all along how many people actually think there were hiding bodies in our garage. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. And I love that I don't know. It makes me happy. Anyways, so th- these are some of the things that we have to kind of keep take into account when we're looking for homes. And it's pretty impossible like to find everything that we need oh the other thing is so like our kids they one is always up at night always if not both and what happens is the one will wake up the other child and so then they're both up because 90 percent of the homes that we've seen or at least in california is all of the house is like separated so like you walk in usually there's like a kitchen or a living room right away and like the kitchen and laundry room are on one side, all of the bedrooms are on the other. Down the hallway on the other side. Always, of the house, like yeah. at least in California, that's the way it is. Sometimes, once in a blue moon, you can find like an office that's on the other side, but usually all of the bedrooms, at least on a single story home, are, are all, all on, one, on side. one side. And so to find one that has a separate because they keep each other up has been impossible to find. So our next plan is to renovate the garage and turn it into another room so that they can be completely separate and not wake each other up. It's things like this that you don't think about mm-hmm. when well, even, even a two, starting Even plan. a two-story house, mm-hmm. they'll have one bedroom downstairs yeah, and then the rest upstairs. But we can't put the kids downstairs and we don't want the kids upstairs with us downstairs. Because exactly, then that'll <laughs> put them next to each other again. So... Yeah, so it's just one of those things that we have to work through, and it's just nobody really thinks about it until it Our happens. needle in a haystack is out there somewhere. It, it will be. So what we're here today to hopefully help is offer some suggestions of things that may or may not work for you. Um, the number one thing, if you have a special needs child and you're looking to move, is to find an agent that gets it. Not just a nice agent. You don't want just a good agent. You don't want one that can find a needle in a haystack. You don't want one that will save you money. You want one that understands your kids. Okay, that's a huge, huge difference between a really good agent and a good agent who understands your family. Or even that cares enough to try. And that's that's just it. They might not have a lot of special needs background, but one that is at least understanding Mm -hmm. and empathetic. Because half the time we can't get a babysitter. We can't take our kids with us. 
you know, so we're kind of stuck Especially in this. Especially right now, yeah. Oh my gosh, right now it's impossible. So our agent is so freaking bloody fantastic. She gets it. She And I don't think she has special needs experience, but you would never know it because anytime she calls, my kids are usually running around naked in the background and she just laughs and it doesn't even bother her. And she'll tell us like, if you need to, you know, stay home with your kids, I can FaceTime you. And then you and your husband can trade off. And she's just so amazing that it makes a stressful situation so much less stressful. And that really is the key when you're in a stressful situation is to find somebody who can maybe not take away the stress, but can help manage it for you. And our our agent's name is Courtney. She's bloody wonderful. I just love her to death. And if you're in the Clovis Fresno area and you're looking for an agent, please hit me up and I'll give you her info because she's just fantastic. She's tremendous, yeah. And it's not even about the money for her. That's the weirdest thing to me is she wants us to be happy. She's talked us out of very, very expensive homes. I'm talking like her commission would be amazing. And homes that we were ready to buy. That we were ready to buy. And she's like, this isn't what you wanted. This isn't what you told me you wanted. And we're not going to settle because this is your forever home. And I wanted to make out with her because you don't find agents that do that. Well, Jackie and I are both so impulsive we when really we walk are. through a house. We if really it has are. like one thing we like, perfect. This is it. This we is what we need. We want it. I'll buy it. And she's like, mm, that's not what you told me you wanted. So that's the second thing to do when you find an agent is find somebody who's willing to tell you no. They're not out there very much. Like literally we've, we've had so many different agents and I think she's the first one that we've had. And we've had some pretty good agents, but she's the first one that we've had that has told us no when we have been ready to pull the trigger. And it's good because it's not what we needed. It's just in the moment what we wanted. And all we're seeing is, okay, you know, we can move into a place and it won't be on a busy street and it'll give my kids something to do. And like all these things are going through our minds, but yet we're gonna live there forever. And we've already had the mistake house. We live in it now. And she doesn't want us to have to do that again. So that's very important when looking for an agent is to find one that's willing to tell you no, but stick with you until it's a yeah, yes. Yeah, because that's basically her turning down money. Mm-hmm. It is. Which that's exactly. Which is huge if you think about it in those terms. Mm-hmm. She's saying no. No, no, no. We'll work longer, make less or the same amount of money mm-hmm. for working harder. And they don't get paid, you guys, until you buy a house. Yeah. And so that's that's huge to me is is that and the third thing and maybe the most important thing is find a home that fits your family and not the other way around you don't want your family to fit into a home and it's so easy to do because you can see a house that has a fabulous kitchen you can see a house that has a pool and a spa but maybe they don't meet the physical needs or you know other needs of your children and then you're just having to uproot them and move them again. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can do some contracting and you can change some things, but really try and be patient. So, because you don't know, I don't know about you, we're believers and I believe that God will literally make a home fall through if it's not your right home, mm-hmm. because this has happened to us three times now. <laughs> and it's super, super frustrating. It's in a way a little bit, I don't know, like hopeful that maybe, okay, this wasn't the house we were supposed mm-hmm. to get, the next one will be so we've been in escrow you guys three times in the past like two five months. months no it's two months the wow. one month we'd been in escrow twice Which, almost a month it was like 37 because it was april the first mm-hmm. time so it's been like four months but three times in four months is a lot mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah it, it was a lot the first home we were in escrow for two weeks and it fell through and then the second home we we're in escrow 
29 days on a 30-day escrow, you guys. And it was like 29 and a half. I think we had like seven hours or something until we were going to sign. It was the morning of yeah. that we were supposed to get our keys. Yeah, we were supposed to sign final docs and get our keys. And um, it's always on the seller's side, too, which is rare. Usually it's like the loan falls through. I know. We haven't even messed up yet. We haven't. It's just been stuff that wasn't disclosed or um, what was the first? The first one was they had extra loans on the house that weren't That's disclosed correct. when we yeah so a lot of and this is another thing that they don't tell you and a lot of the times your agent if they don't check you won't know until you're already in escrow so make sure to ask make sure your agent asks the seller agent if there's any other loans attached to the property i had no clue you could do this apparently you can take out special loans and attach them to the property's address so it's not to your name it's to your home property and when you're selling your home and this has happened to us twice now when you're selling your home, the buyers then end up with that loan on top of whatever they pay for the house. Yeah, it ends up, so in California, it's called a PACE loan, and it goes to making your home more energy efficient, and it doesn't get charged to you, like Jackie said. It actually gets paid through your home taxes. We wouldn't even have known about it until taxes came due and we would have had to pay more. It's a blessing in disguise that that happened. Yeah, so that's the first reason why the first house fell through. And then the second house is legit my dream home, y'all. I have not been able to find another one like it. It was, if you can picture your just one home you want to live and die in, that was my live and die in home. They had septic issues that they didn't disclose or they didn't know about. I'm not sure which it was and they did not do the inspection until the day we got our keys you guys like this is another tip for you guys if you're if you're looking for a home make sure you do all your own inspections so a lot of times people are like well duh yeah you get your inspections done a lot of the times the seller will offer to pay for things i'm not saying that they have some horrible evil plan because they're doing this they might just be nice and be offering to pay for this but a lesson learned that we had to go through Sometimes they might know that there's an issue with the house and they might wait to do those inspections until late in the game. Until you're so far in the game that you'll be like, okay, it's fine. And you already have $10,000 plugged into this house and you've already bought all your furniture for this house and you've already started packing up your entire house. And most people would just say, okay, I'll take on that issue. I am a stubborn piece of work. And when I feel like somebody has wronged me, I don't care how much work has gone through it. I'm like flipping the bird, walking away, angry. They could have tried <laughs> to give us that house and Jackie would not have accepted it. Even though it was my dream and it still is my dream house. And it's like, in the end, I think grand scheme, it was going to be $40,000 on top of what we paid for it to fix the septic. And that's not the part that got me. The part that got me was that... <laughs> After that money was spent to fix it, your home and the aesthetics may be unrecognizable once the work was completed. And there's a chance we'll hit plumbing lines and we're not responsible for it. Huh? What? (laughs) That's what they said. So you're going to completely destroy my house, but fix? Wow. No, I'm good. Yeah, so that's why we walked. Um, And I'm not going to lie. I was pretty bitter about it. But I still keep thinking, okay, obviously that wasn't the right home for us. But you guys, if anyone knows me, okay, even if you don't know me, I'm going to tell you right now. It had a glam room inside of the master bedroom. 
Jackie, what is a glam room? I'm glad you asked. A glam room is literally an entire bedroom inside of an entire bedroom where you could put all of your shoes, or in my case, shoes and books. Glam room slash library. That's what it was going to be. I, I already had it designed and everything. I picked out my comfy couch that was going to go in there that I could lounge on and read books or write. And that's and what yes, it had extra locks to keep the kids out so they couldn't destroy said glam room. <sighs> I still mourn that glam room to this day. I'm not going to lie. All of that being said, check in with your agent. Make sure she knows what the other agent's loans are that is on top of the house. Make sure that it is exactly what you need for your family. If not, keep looking. And last but not least, if you are hiding bodies in your garage, maybe just say you have a special needs child. That might work too. Yeah, they might be okay with that. <laughs> joking, just joking. But that is our episode for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Also, we're still doing question of the weeks. Not all y'all are really filling these out. So we can switch it to do maybe question of the month if that's something better or we just pick. I know we're picking once a month. Yeah. Joey's giving me the eye. He no, I would say keep question, question of the week, of the week <laughs> and just interact, guys. We want yeah. to hear from you. We have all kinds of really cool swag that we bought that you would love to own, I'm sure. So you should totally fill out the question of the week. And we pick a new person and we send you some fun swag. Why not? Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Happy Tuesday. So question of the week for this week is, what was your horrible home buying or home renting experience? Ooh, that's a good one. Or if you haven't bought in a house yet, what is your ideal home look like? Perfect. So join us next week. We will have another episode and we hope to hear from you soon. Have a wonderful week, y'all. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Meltdowns and Moscato. Visit MeltdownsAndMoscato.com to ask and answer questions to enter giveaway drawings. Also, don't forget to subscribe and review the show. For more information about Jackie Wheeler, please go to www.jackiewheeler.com or you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Mild stalking only, please.